Hello everyone, welcome to Lessons Learned with Farah. I'm Farah, a 15-year-old student, and you're watching or listening to Lessons Learned with Farah, a podcast where I interview the most inspiring, the most experienced, to give you the big lessons and tips they've learned throughout their journey to help you with your future. At the end of each episode, you have one or more big life lessons from the best. Today, I'll be interviewing Erica Obando. She's an international FedEx speaker, an author, and a transformational coach. Her social media will be in the description down below. Without further ado, let's get right into it. Hello, Erica. How are you today? Hello, Farah. I don't know. I can follow that introduction. I loved it. I'm excited <laughs> now. Thank you. Um, so just to give a little bit of like a start for everybody, um, Erica just recently published her very first book called Without a Voice. Um, so can you please tell us a little bit more about your book? Yes, Without a Voice, A Woman's Journey to Resiliency is a story about my life. However, the book was written with the intent of sharing what happened to me in my life. But then the other half is what, what did I do with what happened to me in my life? The reason for that formatting is because I wanted to be mindful and grateful for my audience and the reader who's investing their time to read my book so that they can walk away feeling like, sure, wow, I just read her story, but how does that, and how can I apply that to my life? How does that affect my life? And so the tools that I gave at the end of the book were intentional so they can walk away with tangibles from the book. Thanks so much. I definitely recommend everyone that's watching this or listening to it to read the book because it sounds amazing. Um, Erica, on your website, your zone of genius is transforming victims into heroes of their own stories by using the art of reinvention. What do you mean by that? Can you share a little bit more and like a little story behind it? Yes. So the reason why I got into this space is because I see there's such a need to help people um, walk into their own power of saving themselves. Sometimes we get so caught up in, in life hitting us so hard that we think that somebody needs to come out and save us, that, there, that one day a hero will show up and save us. But what we don't realize, and this is what I help people do, is that the hero's inside, the, the hero's in here. And so in my work in transformational life coaching, that's what I do. I, I, I'm not there to save the client. I'm not there to save the person. I'm there as their accountability partner to show them that there is a person inside already that's worth saving. I just give them the tools and the, the, the exercises to start discovering that person. So helping people transform from victim to the to the superheroes of their own story is that process of okay i get it let's meet where you are at now but let's start the exercises and the processes to get you from uh being a victim to uh, acknowledging that things happen to you giving that title back and then becoming the superhero of your story. So it's it's a journey that I love being able to walk alongside these um, these individuals because when you see the transformation happen, it's 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 a gift. It's like nothing I've ever seen or experienced. So I'm I feel very blessed and fortunate to be able to have that with with individuals. Talking about journeys and developing yourself and discovering your own hero. I mean, you experienced a lot of failures while growing up. How do you think these failures shaped you and like helped you become what you are today? It has been um, 
the it, it has been the most defining uh, experience of my life. One of the things that I say as as I talk about superhero language, right? My superpower is the ability to embrace failure. I absolutely the day that I figured out that I can embrace failure and and look at it with different eyes as opposed to saying, oh my God, I totally failed at this. Instead of looking at it that like that, um, changing the way I saw it with, wow, this didn't work this way, but how can I grow from it? There has to be a better way. So then pivoting in place to find the solution rather than just sulking in the failure of it was just beyond life-changing for me. And so in my failures has been where I've found the best versions of myself. I've also found strength. You know, I've also found resiliency. I found perseverance, determination. All of those things came because I failed at something. So I, if there's one thing that you can take away from this conversation and this interview is embrace failure. It's part of your business plan. If you embed it in your business plan that you're already going to fail when it happens, it's not a surprise. You already planned for it. And you know that when, if, when you were going to fail, that you were going to come on the other side of it better. So embrace failure. It's like, it's, it's like if only people knew how to do that, we'd be a different society. Thank you so much for like giving us this tip because most young people, especially today, they're usually afraid of failure and mistakes. But like, thank you for giving us the tips and telling us to embrace failure instead of being scared of it. Yes. Um, so uh, moving on, I also saw that you were a youth mentor. What advice do you have for young people to help them figure out like what they want to do in life? How would they succeed? So um, what I come across a lot is a lot of students, uh, I mentor students both in high school and in, and in college, right? Mm -hmm. And a lot of them are confused as to what they want to do for two reasons. The first is because they don't know what they're good at yet. So mm -hmm. that in itself is fear induced. And then you, you partner that up with the fact that their parents think that they want they, they know what they want them to do, right? So you're fighting the lack of knowledge of what you want to do with the fact that your parents are like, well, you need to become this, but I want you to be an attorney. I'm an attorney, right? And so what I tell these individuals, both in high school and college is quiet the noise around you for a second, right? Everyone will always have an opinion, but you have to step into your own um, persona and ask yourself, perform a self-audit. What is it that I love to do that, I, that if I didn't get paid to do it, I'd still do it, right? So that's the, that's the, the key question there. What is your passion? And there's some people that are like, well, I still don't know what my passion is about. Well, then that's when you start monitoring yourself. Find out when, you, like, um, keep a daily check of what you do in your day-to-day -day life. At one point during your day, there's something that you do that you really enjoy. It could be making a milkshake, right? And it, how does that define your career? Well, if you really, really enjoy making a milkshake, maybe that's the space. Maybe it's creating a, 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 you know, something in the food industry. Maybe it's becoming a chef. Whatever it is, as small as just making a milkshake helps you identify where you're going to go. For example, in my case, 
when I asked myself that question, my answer was, I really like to help people, but I can go to the grocery store and bag some bags, you know, for the person that's buying groceries and that's helping people. But does that make me happy? No, I had to identify what what spaces is it that I like to help people in? And when I started narrowing it down, I realized that it's when people are, are going through hardships and they can't see outside of their own problem. That's when I'm, uh, I become the best version of myself. And so in, in identifying what that title, that career looks like, it's a life coach, right? It's a mentor. And so that's how that all evolved. Just because I asked myself the question, what do I like to do? I really like to help people. And then I identified those steps to get to the career that matched that. Mm -hmm. That was a really nice example. Thank you so much. Um, so talking about tips again, and like the fact that you mentor uh, young people or students, um, what tips do you have for young people to develop leadership skills? Oh, my favorite question. Okay. Here is my take on leadership. Uh, leaders are amazing leaders the minute they know how to listen, right? It's not about leading. It's not about telling. It's not about giving orders. It's not about instructing. Leaders listen. And when they listen, they help others um, you know, guide them in the right direction. And then you already, you don't have to tell people, follow me as a leader. All you do is listen to the consensus of what everybody's needs are, everybody's directions are. And the minute that you listen to that, everybody just organically starts moving <clears throat> in that direction. And then you lead by example, right? So the best quality of a leader is to listen to what the needs are around you, to what, what your team needs from you so that you can effectively and successfully go in the direction of where it's beneficial for everybody involved, not just for the leader. Um, and uh, also, again, talking about like students and high schoolers, um, like I see that you're very active on LinkedIn. Um, how has that benefited your career? And they usually tell us now, like, go on LinkedIn, it's gonna like, it's gonna benefit you in the future. So can you please tell us how it may benefit any high schooler? And can you please give us some tips on how to maintain uh, personal brand there? Absolutely. Your, um, your LinkedIn platform is your door to the world. It's your door to uh, bypassing the gatekeepers that, um, that are in the front of the company that, that filter through to get to the decision makers, the bosses, the ones that are looking for the talent. And so in LinkedIn, you have the ability to bypass all of that and get straight to the source that you're looking for, right? And in that process of doing that, then you're already bypassing a lot of the competition because everybody goes the traditional route, you know, applying online and then just waiting and then follow, sending a follow-up email and then waiting. And then next thing you know, <coughs> the opportunity was given to someone else. Well, be smart about it and bypass all that and get straight to the source. Now, one of the things that I am very passionate about is uh, social media in general, right? Because this is, an, uh, this is a platform that is absolutely free and it's reaching so many people in so many ways. You never know anything that you put out there. Someone's waiting to hear that. Like you, right? You do these interviews for a reason because you want to bring on your platform people's 
lives and their experiences so that someone that's listening to your podcast can get something out of it. So when you look at social media, in particular, you know, LinkedIn, no, that's no different. These are connections that you'll have for a lifetime. This is the equivalent of the digital version of going to a networking event, shaking someone's hand, leaving an impact, and then following up with them saying, hey, I would really like to have a collaboration with you or a conversation about business uh, with you. But in this particular case, when you're on LinkedIn, you're, you're having those conversations with, 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 that, with those same individuals, but virtually. Every time I go to an event, I connect with them beforehand or afterwards uh, on LinkedIn. As you know, you and I are connected. Mm -hmm. Dr. I and I are connected for a reason because you get to learn about the person's uh, journey before you even get to meet them. And then something might come up. That was an amazing explanation of LinkedIn. Um, so to wrap things up and to wrap up this interview, are there any more tips that could benefit our listeners that we haven't talked about today? I would love to say that I have become the prime example that when you really believe in your talent, that you really believe in what you're meant to leave this world with, anything and is accessible. It doesn't matter if you come from another country. It doesn't matter if you are in another country. It doesn't matter where you are. It's, it's the, it, what matters is what you do with where you are, right? You are reaching, I mean, think about the logistics of this. You are in Saudi, you said, or? Yes. Okay. So you are in Saudi. We have Dr. Uh, you know, Dr. I or the audiences in different places. I'm in South Florida. Somehow you and I are having a conversation, right? Look, can, can you imagine you and I and other and under other circumstances would have never met. And you would have missed out on this information. I would have missed out on, on meeting such a talented young lady that's, you know, leaving an impact. So the fact that when you embrace that fact that you have technology at your hands, everything is accessible. Nothing is out of reach. When you believe that, you truly believe that, like everything starts aligning for you. And I am, I am the perfect example for that because I didn't go to school to be an author. I didn't go to school to be a speaker. And I definitely didn't go to school to be a life coach. But when I started to listen to and connect with and understand and be, you know, accepting of that space, everything aligned. And here you and I are, right, having this conversation. So my, um, my takeaway for, for everyone is, again, the importance of embracing failure, but also understanding that you are capable of achieving anything you put your mind to so long as you put passion behind it and push forward. Thank you so much. Um, just to end this, where can people learn more about you? So I am in the process of rebranding, but my website, anybody can reach me there and all of my social platforms are from there. So it's Erica with a K, obando.com. And um, I'm on all social media platforms as well as where? Where? LinkedIn. <laughs> so LinkedIn, Erica Obando, on my website, ericobando.com and on Instagram, Facebook and all that. Thank you so much for being here today. I really had a, an amazing conversation with you. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. <laughs>